1: What's up creators, this is John and you have once again found the Sketch Podcast. I am here, as always, with publisher Bob Hickey, editor Bill Nichols, and tonight we are talking about mentoring. Bill Nichols specially. Hey. Actually. So first and foremost, as always, how you doing guys?
2: Still got a call, John, but
1: I can get better. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm doing good, John. Thanks.
1: All right, cool. So, mentoring. Uh, it is your purview, Bill, but uh, I think we all can probably chime in here, in there, here and there. Uh, first off, what what exactly is a mentor uh, when you're looking at it from the field of comic books?
2: Um, basically, it's... A, and this is with anything. It's looking at a situation or a person and uh, giving... Your expertise or your experience or whatever, um, using that as a a way of of sort of helping that person get better, maybe you know, or or uh, giving someone the benefit of your your knowledge, basically. I mean, it, more or less. I mean, it go, it can go as deep or as more, you know, as as in depth. or, or, you know, maybe just something simple, but, uh, I mean, with me, it started as, you know, portfolio reviews and all that, and it's gone not, it's sort of gone from that impersonal, or that, uh, with people that I don't know at conventions to people that I have come to know through Comics Mentor and Sketch Magazine, so, um, and comic-related forum. So, um, it's, it's, Sharing of you in a way, so. Well, um, let's. The most obvious
1: thing being portfolio, um, and we've touched on this here and there in the past twenty or so podcasts, but let's nail it down. What makes a good? Actually, not even what makes a good. What makes the best portfolio? What would be the portfolio that you would walk in there and editor? A, B and C would go, wow, here's a job. That never Um, happens, obviously, (laughs) but you know, pretend.
2: Well, it can happen, but I think with a portfolio, really what you want to do is show the best of what you can do. And if you can show uh, some of your own personality, your own, I mean, there there are people out there who can mimic styles really well, but, that can get you a job in some instances, but to have a career and to, for it to be something that you love to do, uh, you sort of have to uh, put some of yourself into it. And if you, uh, here's a good example, Bill Uh i I've seen some stuff he he did that looked, you know, spot on Neil Adams ish, you know, and uh, but as he was doing Moonlight and some other things. His own style his own personality came into his art you know he he became you know it 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 started to flow out uh when he did uh electro assassin with Frank miller uh in an interview I read Frank miller was telling the rational part of the story, and his take on it was he was telling the, the irrational part of the story because the art was not realistic in places it was um I don't know something. Is some some of what we've come to know from him. So um, some people are put off by those things, and some people don't want to invest in maybe art or style of writing or, or you know into the the artists themselves or the creator themselves. But um, in a portfolio, there are sometimes when you can tell just in a few pages that the person has one the you know the the fundamentals what they need to do the job and two a love of that sometimes that can just show right through they can probably fake it if they're really good at faking it but um, you know I, I I sort of look at that and, and so what what you can do and how you can do it so very simple answer I guess but not really I don't know sort of zen. how about that
1: there you go and uh, this one would probably be for bob Uh, what do you think about the advent of the electronic portfolio you think that's a good thing or you think people still prefer the tactility of being able to flip back and forth through a page
0: No, i think the electronics where it's all going to go um... the cons are nice but i mean you know, Bill can atone uh, to this. In the past couple of years, they've done a lottery draw. They've handed out tickets. They've limited the amount of people through to access to editors. And and just to keep the line short so the editors aren't all day, because there's so many people wanting to get in, that if you can get a name of an editor or, or associate editor or third dairy editor, somebody, and you kick them, not the same stuff each month but once a month you kick them the newest stuff one you're showing them I'm working I'm creating new stuff and if you're creating new stuff you're getting better they see that you're getting better and better and they can pass your stuff on to other people with a flip of an email hey your style doesn't fit me over in spider-man but you know what? we're doing this uh, dark spider-man over there I'll send you to their editor boom, flip with an email, your stuff at another editor that you didn't even send. So electronic s- submissions is great finding and getting a contact is probably what you have to go to the shows and do. Um, and a lot of them won't take open submissions either as far as writing or story. So you can't just openly send them. you got to make that first connection. But, yeah, electronic is where it's really at. Whether you leave them something at a show on a disc or a flash drive or something, or send it to them an email, or you know what, art, guys, I just thought of that. Start building your portfolio Deviant and send them that link. Okay. Bill spends more time. I've got to start spending more time on DeviantArt. Um Jackie's been on me to get over there and start posting the Clay'sway stuff and building that up over there. Um, so. But Deviant, or art, or something like that is probably going to be the future portfolios for the comic industry.
2: Yeah, there's another website I think I mentioned before called Artesian.com. Right. And you can actually import your art gallery into that gallery, too. Hmm. And it – I mean they're, they're both much the same, but the – I guess maybe there's more – maybe uh, – not so much painted artists, maybe some digital artists, too. On The windows are different, so sometimes it's easier to look at uh, different other different artists than on DeviantArt. But, I mean, they're both um, good for what they are.
0: I wonder if that's because DeviantArt Art's getting so funky about, if you don't create this all yourself, you can't post it. Uh, you know, I don't know if you kept up, but recently DVR really gone nuts about if you don't create it, you shouldn't post it, or da-da-da. Right. So I want that other right. site's a little bit more lenient on that.
2: <laughs> well, one of our um, Sketch Magazine contributors, Bob Allman, yeah. um, has really been into that with as far as an anchor, because according to their quote-unquote rules, um, as an anchor, they don't want you posting uh, something without the, the penciler's permission. Um, and I post all my inks there anyway I mean all my inks have who they are uh, who the penciler is but uh, that's just one of the part of that may be a, a misinterpretation or a lack of interpretation of what an inker does and that's really like the, the inkwell uh, awards and Bob has been uh, he started that and it, it's been going for the past I think three years, and I was the, one of the first committee members um, that there are people who don't know what an anchor is and um, All right. So that, that is part of it. But there is always that possibility that someone uh, uh, has you know, has c- claimed credit for a piece that is not their own, right. That doesn't happen a lot, but I mean there are a lot of people who are quick to spot that stuff. And uh, they're quick to report it too. So, thankfully, there are people in place that do that. Right. And even even in times, I've seen cases where people have um, like t-shirt companies have used light, uh, art for t-shirts, like on eBay, their eBay stores mm-hmm. or whatever. So, and but like again, there are people who are quick to spot that stuff who have seen it on DeviantArt Art or maybe on somebody's website. And you know eBay's not very happy when that happens either. Oh no, because they'll, they'll freeze accounts and stuff too, right. I think right you know. So yeah, um, there, there are I mean there, there are bonuses and, and pluses and, and minuses for both, but um, I, I, yeah, getting your stuff your work out there where people can see it. Because then you get feedback and then you can uh, get some – you can build relationships too or collaborations. Um, the more people who have eyes on your stuff who will give you an honest opinion, mm-hmm. uh, just like with the you know, comics mentor thing, I, I don't tell people what they want to hear. I tell them honestly what I feel, and they're, they're free to take that I – don't, I don't, I'm not mean – which, you know,
0: (laughs) that's
2: one of the first things you said to me when I did portfolio reviews is how can you be so diplomatic? It's like, well, you know, I I mean, I've been on uh, the other side of the table, too. And that's not to encourage someone unnecessarily, but I'm not there to bash them, to tell them to quit. I mean, I've seen people who maybe are more in need of work or maybe more in need of a direction, but... Um, I mean, part of the portfolio process is—if is, you know, you're not there yet, it's—and you're showing your portfolio around a convention. It's finding ways to get there. So, and that's what I'm there for, if I'm—or even online—is to be there for other people who need eyes, who need a sounding board you know, if they have a story, that kind of thing. So, and I. I I think i put, well, it wasn't the last podcast. it was what two days ago that we recorded it. Right. That you know, that those are teaching moments for me and it's not about it isn't about me. It's about the person who's being helped and, and, it's, and it's about comics. Or it's about creativity. I don't wanna limit it to comics because I you know, I've I've helped people with their websites and uh promotions on their websites and, and you know, some other things, giving them ideas about how to, um, you know, maybe get past the. Uh, there's maybe they're to, they're to a point where they don't really know where to go next, and maybe I can give them some, a few ideas here and there, or a way, a different way of looking at where they are, so actually they can see the road that's actually before them. They just couldn't see it before, you know? right? Like an in Indiana Jones, yeah. In the City,
0: take a take a leap of faith. There you go. I pulled that one out of my head. There you go. Hey, the boards are sort of like that too, though, right? Like with the art oh, contest yeah. and stuff, we get good replies back from people.
2: Yeah, one of the when we do our sketch magazine contest, um, like for example, this last one, I, I think we had something like twenty, maybe twenty judges, and there were pros and people in the industry, and you know, I, I have a, a bunch of people that I ask, and they are. And I, I, to to be honest, this last time we got more comments and uh, words of praise or words of uh, maybe this person needs to, you know, didn't tackle it the way that you know the 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 spirit of the contest or whatever. But um, here's what I thought about it, and I got a lot of those, Mm -hmm. and you know that that just helps. And, And if you are involved in the contest, which I always uh encourage you to do um <laughs> then that is not only um uh, that could be a teaching moment for you as well because sometimes it's hard to look at your own work and be objective right but you can look at someone else doing the same pages just like jerry foley and i back in the day when we were doing inking samples we would be in the same pages and i would look at things that jerry did Mm-hmm and I would look at things that I did, it's like, okay, that's what he did. And it was, you know, we would look at each other's pages to, you know, learn from those. And lear- looking at someone else's approach of an idea, say it's Blood and Roses, battling a Minotaur, which was a contest I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing how someone else has approached that idea, what they did do, what they didn't do. Did they do what I asked? Did they show the things that I, you know, I told them were there and did they do it in a dynamic form? Was it, um, uh, they just sort of, sort of throw something out there All right? and, you know, some people are, you know, they fit it in with, between other things and, um, like I said, those are teaching moments too, or can be, and they are learning moments because you can learn from reading, you know, from looking at all those, um, those entries and the, the responses that other people make, and then you can—that's a quick tutorial right there that you can take sound advice from and see what you know. Does this person have a valid point? What would you do in that situation? And what are you going to do the next time? You know, all right? And so there, are the you know, contests and challenges. Could be invaluable for those, and I always, I mean, I'm gonna push ours, and I'll I'll push ours because of the people that have been good enough to give their opinions. Um, And and, and, you know, the people that that actually got to, to send their votes in on time, I mean, they're doing it around their schedules, but I do have another, say, I think maybe 10 or a dozen. Who said hit me up next time because you know want to do this? I just right now I'm in the middle of a deadline. Right. Like Bill Bill Reinhold he'd he'll be great for the inking one Mm -hmm. and he said he'd do it. Cool. And oh yeah, Bill's a great guy. And uh, I mean there there were others and you know I got I got a whole group of, of you know industry friends quote unquote and contacts and stuff and they're just generous with their Um, comments if they can because they do the same things that shows too they show um, their knowledge and their insights uh, whenever they look at someone's portfolio or uh, you know maybe look at somebody else's uh, project or whatever and and maybe they see something that other people don't but you know your life is full of teaching and, and learning moments and it's what you take and what you give that um, can shape your not only your comics uh, career or life or whatever mm-hmm. but someone else's as well and you know I think that's a it, it's sort of that pay it forward right thing. if someone's done it for you maybe do it for someone else um, like I said you don't have to blow smoke at somebody and go well yeah that's the best piece of you know spider-man art I've ever seen mm-hmm. but maybe it's um, say like a Todd McFarlane-ish thing where the leg is cocked at a certain way, and, and if you know the rules, and you can break the rules realistically, you know, um, if you can force the perspective a little bit, um, I mean, I've seen some 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 uh, people who do that who try, have tried to do that, and it's as if you have taken Spider-Man's leg and you know stuck it on his back, right? You know, and um, but that's a, te- that's a, that's again, that's a teaching moment where you say, well, I can, I would do it like this. And we had one contest that I mentioned before where Francesco, uh, who's a, a buddy actually redrew parts of people's submissions, their, their art on, to illustrate his point. Right. And that was just so cool. And nobody expected to see that, but here's their art corrected in a way. And, uh, like somebody's hat was flying off, and he said it, it works better if it's tilted this way because that's the way the head would go, and that's the way the movement would go of the
0: hat. Right,
2: and that was awesome.
0: Oh yeah, Francisco is so, awesome.
2: Yeah, and he, you know, he'll he he's one of the judges who, when he gets a chance, he'll, um, you know, he'll put his two cents worth in and. Um, like I said, there's a there's a host of them, and I'm glad for every one of them. You're one of them when you have a chance. I have a
0: chance. So, I know. Well, I'm not.
2: I'm, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a hard time.
2: Uh. Uh-uh. Somebody's gotta Yeah,
0: that's true. Hey, he's back.
1: Hey, I was never gone. I thought, you were in my other ear.
0: Ah. Uh, um, as we were chatting, I'll just throw this out there. We now have a Android app for the podcast. Woo-hoo. I will be posting a link and I, you know guys grab it and stick it wherever you want it to. It's a buck 99 it work on any Android, Android activated phone that runs Android software and uh, you get all of our podcast downloaded for free. So I just now received that email. So I don't have an Android phone, I have an iPhone, so but yeah, that's cool. They asked me the other day, I said, Yeah, don't cost me anything, guys, go for it. So they went ahead and designed it up. So we're on the droid now. Woohoo.
1: The Droid. Damn.
0: And we're getting this podcast everywhere. We are big time, awesome mm. <laughs> Big time. Um
2: Well, I mean that's uh, but you said that that reminds me of Gary Barker uh, Joe Orlando told him more or less the same thing and um, some he, he, he is Gary draws Garfield and he he's awesome and there there's another person who's just in the last couple of months have said the same thing to me and I'm trying to think who they um, I want to say it was maybe Jim Craig or somebody but um, had said the same thing that that someone not so much challenged them, but told them, you know, more or less to quit in a way or whatever. But you could say that they challenged them, right? You said euphemism there, but yeah, I, I mean, that sounds like Gary's experience too. And you know, you, like I said, you, you have your own style of, of mentoring, and it is that's what it is. I mean, otherwise, you people, you know, people wouldn't look up to you, and they do so.
0: Uh, so there he isn't because I'm, I'm right.
1: right, it's it's mentoring, but you know especially uh with some of the people you're dealing with you need to slide a little tact in there. Yeah,
0: I know. I'm working on the tact part. That's what I got,
2: Bill. Yeah. Oh. You no. Know. now there's there's a host of people also that that I will say that I'm talking to about doing something for sketch and Bob will say, uh, "You might want to leave my name out, out of it because we, you know, had words."
0: What? Oh, I've been in this industry for twenty, some, almost yeah, thirty years. And it have been. It, you can't help but bumping heads with a few people. Um, yeah, it's amazing I that I've bumped head with people that I don't even know. Somehow, it's funny. That's a whole different podcast. It's amazing that you can go yeah. and why do they think I did that? And it's something they just totally come up on their own about. So,
1: oh, it's simple. This is a very small, very incestuous industry where yeah. it, word travels, yeah. <laughs> you know. So, and I mean, you know, you've you've said this to me more than once that, you know, what you say gets out there. So. Yes, I
0: have. Be careful upon yeah, your image.
1: Yeah, be careful. Well, there no. you go. So, right back at you.
0: Yeah. Okay. There, most dreaming, most yeah. of my <laughs> blunders happened before there was internet. That's how long I've been around.
2: Well, so. Yeah, well, that's I mean, there were things in the past, and yeah. you know, to your credit, <laughs> you know, I tell you not to do that. And uh, I mean, you have to deal. You have to remember that you're dealing with egos, and I'm not talking to you. Right. That's not pointing at it, Bob. That's that's when you're talking to other people. Uh, if you're a, a teacher, or you're looking at someone else's portfolio, or it's your best friend. You're dealing with their ego too, just as if you know. It's the golden rule does come into play. You you don't want to be treated that way, right? You know necessarily, um, but you want to be you want to give as good as you get. Um, so there is a balance there, or there can be a balance there, and you can both learn from that. If you're if, if the the outcome is a positive result, right. And not about one upping everybody. I mean, that can be a friendly competition, like with me and Jerry when we were inking. He's like, Oh, you did that? Or I would look at something and he would do something with a brush because I was using a quill a lot more. Um, We would go back and forth. And that was, you know, we we were making ourselves better. And at the same time, we were also, that's why I wish Sketch Magazine had been been there back then. Because that's, and, and Sketch Magazine, As a mentoring thing, as a mentoring device, a resource, you know, I want it to be there for people. Uh, I want it to be a thing that that when we were coming up or doing these samples ourselves, uh, that we would have loved to have available to us because it it is, you know, we wish that we we had Sketch Magazine back in the day. Yes. You know about you know looking at at inks or uh, what we were inking with or not having just to rely on uh, interviews and, and that kind of thing in uh, CBG or, or someplace else or, or people that we knew, but uh, you know, it, but all of that experience has come, you know, our experiences and things that we can impart to other people right. too, and we can share with other people who are doing the same thing or have done the same thing. So, I mean, there's there's all there are all kinds of opportunities and venues where you can mentor other people, even if it's commenting on somebody's piece on one of the message boards or even art or, or, or you know, anything else. So, you don't have to be a butt about it. I agree. Um, and I wasn't pointing that at you either. Yeah, you were.
0: But, uh, <laughs> no, come on, John, take up for no. me here. Come on.
1: Why? Hey! Right. hey. Um, no. <laughs> hey! Sorry, you walked right into that one. Sorry. Um, but, no. Um, well, and I, I think part of the thing is, uh, too, and, uh, you know, I've been guilty of this at school um, and uh, I've actually seen Bill never does it, but I've actually seen you do it, Bob. When you talk to people, mm-hmm. you'll um, you'll talk to them as if they are. A friend. You're very friendly. You're very gregarious when you uh, when you meet people. Is that good. It's good usually, oh, okay. <laughs> but you know if they don't know you that well, they won't get you. Right. And they won't necessarily get what you're saying. That might be a joke. Right. You know, like I've known you for a lot of years, so I can kind of see through the. I can see through the exterior yeah. there. To know what you mean. And this is kind of true for everybody. It's not just you, but your convenience. <laughs> you know, I can see through the exterior to know what you're saying behind, you know, all the all the stuff. Not everybody sees that. Right. So, I think, you know, if you're doing or if you're mentoring someone and it's early on, you have to be really careful about how you approach them until they get to know you. Right because you're you're one of those people my father-in-law is a lot like this. My father-in-law knows no strangers. <laughs> he will talk to anybody he ever met about anything, you know. And it's uh he'll he'll just walk up to a stranger on the street and just talking to him. It's it's just the right. way it is. And it's kind of the way you are at shows mm-hmm. I've seen. So, well, you know, I... there's a there's a tempering thing that I think has to go on right. there. You know, if if they don't necessarily know you that well, you know, uh, you're a big one for first impressions. Right. Yeah, usually. So that, uh, you well,
0: know. I, I guess I feel like if they're at a comic show, I'm at a comic show, we automatically have something in common. So right, let's, true. let's if, and if it's art, now we got two things in common. Let's go. We're buds. You know what yeah, I mean?
1: Yeah. You know,
0: I sell art supplies. I promote book. I have sketch magazine. I love to mentor. It, it's talk, you know, and I have no problems right. talking. So yeah, I, I see where you come from. I probably am. Built, yeah, it's react. kind of
1: a double edged mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, it's a double edged sort of thing. You know that it's really good, but then it it also may with some people who may be a little skittish or you know, artists classically are more skittish there's there's
0: a reason we sit in isolated studios all day long and draw
1: (laughs) exactly you know not 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 every artist is that much of a social butterfly or you know you've seen a lot actually we know we have a few in our kind of extended family that are that are much more private people um so yeah it kind of scares people sometimes when when you have a very gregarious person and a very shy person right get together yep. it doesn't always right work. so that that's something to keep in mind i think if you're going to be a mentor for someone unless unless they're already a bud you know if you're actively looking to mentor outside your friend mm-hmm. zone it's it's something to keep in mind anyway you know just sort of uh, get a
0: feel on who that person is
1: yeah right kind of feel them out you know uh be a little less you know, I don't want to say be a little less you, but that's the only way I can think of it. Be a little less you until you feel the person out. Right. And then you kind of let them see the real person
0: underneath. Yeah. I, I understand.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, you don't want to be in a portfolio line. When I, the person I was, two people I was thinking of, uh, I was showing samples to Don Daly back at Middle High Con back in the day. And the guy right behind me, I, I had stippled some stars. I had done a star scene. And he said those are too small in front of Don Daly, and Don, Don Daly was looking at my stuff. Yeah, I was. And Don Daly looked at him and said, "No, it depends on your printing." He said the small ones will bleed out, but I mean, you, but the ones that make the pattern are, are there. Was like, <laughs> and he's the next guy in line, and, and Don Daly wasn't impressed with his stuff. But um, and another time I was I was uh, showing Willie Peppers and gary barker well willie i was showing willie um some of my pages and i had the copies of the pencils too and one of the guys at the show who was he wasn't a pro and I don't i don't think he went anywhere I, i'm pretty sure he didn't but he would um he would hang out with willie too and uh, be buddy buddy with him kind of thing and it said bws for black with stars and he didn't know what that meant oh yeah and I said, well, you know, it doesn't stand for Barry Smith. <laughs> but, you know, it's just that sort of superior. And, and he was taking commissions, but he was, everything was out of uh, some swimsuit catalog kind of
0: right. thing.
2: And, but it, it, that didn't sit well with me. And that wasn't a first impression because I'd seen him at shows before doing sort of the same thing to other people. But if you do that to me, I will slap you down hard. Uh I have a couple buddies who will do that. Who will try to make a joke at my expense. I don't like it. And I'll tell you, I don't, and you know, be warned the next time. Right. And that's not to either one of you. That's somebody else we know, but
1: well, we know better, but and well, and deservedly. So, and I think we've, well, you and I both have said this in different venues to not don't badmouth Somebody else's work. Cause you know, for two reasons, one, you may not be as good as you think you are. Mm -hmm. And two, you never know that that person may be the person you're coming to for a job someday. Yes, You know, you never know where, you never know who is going to move up or down the ladder. Like I said, we're an incestuous little group here. And, you know, the the movement uh, goes up and down all the time. So you never know that the person that is standing next to you in a portfolio line today won't be the editor of XYZ comics tomorrow. And he's the guy you're going to be, you're going to be, you know, playing Oliver twist to, to try to get a job. So, you know,
2: right. Or his brother
1: or his brother yeah, or you or, know, his, someone or connected. his best friend. Yeah. Right. You know, it's, it, it, we're all, you know, a lot of us are connected. I mean, Kevin Bacon's got nothing on the comics
2: industry Uh,
1: because in a lot of ways, we're all connected and we're all kind of woven together. Uh, So, you know, a lot of us know each other and heck five, less than five years ago, I wouldn't believe that I would know as many people as I know now just do my other associations. So, you know, uh, it's, it's it's kind of crazy the number of people who were just names on a page, that I that I actually know and uh, you know that talk to, on a fairly regular basis. So it's it's kind of strange. It's it's a weird little world. But yeah, you have to be really really careful about stuff like that. More than anything else, bad mouthing other people is a one way ticket of getting you pretty much kicked out. Of everything you're looking to be part of. Agree. Especially if you're stupid enough to do it in a blog situation, or you know, uh, Facebook or Twitter or whatever. You know, if you put it in writing, you're double dumb. Then. Well, somebody
2: can copy and paste your comments and stuff. Indeed, you know, um, and it. You know, yeah, things can come back. I mean, somebody wrote it. A couple of months ago, somebody did a, a, a blog piece somewhere about ways to get uh, – cheap ways to get an artist or to get art. Right. And uh, I think that was basically sort of uncrediting the artist and some other things. But um, on DeviantArt and a few other places, those – yeah, it blew up. And that person uh, – they got a lot of reaction. I, don't like, I, I didn't mean it that way, but it was – you know, too little, too late at that point, because, you know, for some people, you know, they were dead to them. So, um, and some people have, you know, their professional memory does last. And, uh, I mean, I know of, of one person who became an art director years later, and one of his things to do was to turn people down who had not helped him, helped him, Years before, right, and I mean, I don't have respect for that person because I know the person, um, and I know his talent level on some, you know, his art, his his art level was not what it he thought it was, And but you know that doesn't sit well with me, and I haven't friended him or let, allowed him to friend me on I think uh, a few of the sites, so. Uh, My memory of that person and and the comments and stuff that had been made, not about me, but about other people in the industry that I don't even know, but I know of and that I respect. Um, Yeah, I mean, those things do have a way of perpetuating and staying. Yes. So, and I have personal knowledge of that. So, you know, it's like, oh, I just don't like them, you
1: know. And it, it kind of falls down to that sometimes, too. I mean, you, you know, you may get editors who just don't like people for for a, a slight or a supposed slight. And that could carry forever. You know, they, people, I mean, editors are people, too. They're just as, you know, they're just as petty and everything is the rest of us are you know so there you uh, we can't stress enough that you have to be really careful what you say and like 10 times as careful what you write
0: oh definitely
1: because you know retweeting is a yes. bitch and it, it will get out there a million times
2: yeah so if you're if you're looking to be a mentor you have to have a certain attitude if you are looking to be mentored by someone else you also have a certain attitude, uh, you know, a certain expectation. Um, nobody owes you their opinion, but um, take it with. You know, I've I've had I've, I've, like i like said I, I don't just give somebody my opinion to be mean. Uh, if a, if a, if they need, need truly need to, to to work on something, I'll tell them. Uh, and this is why I will say it I don't just throw it out there and they have all been really good about you know you know, their, their response because they could if, they, if their ego let got the best of them they could um, had taken it the wrong way right. and you know to the of them's credit no they don't they' you know they are taking that opportunity to learn from that and to Make the next set of samples, or the next pitch idea, or the next thing that they're working on better. Right. So. So and like I said, it's not about me, and I'm not saying it to show off my knowledge. And there are other people out there who are the, are the same um, mindset. It's not about showing someone, you know, how much we know, or how many people we know, or you know, how many. Different types of tools we use in our inking or penciling or whatever, but it's it is about making people better or helping, hopefully, to make people better or get them things to you know they can do it themselves, because you can grow, um, and as a mentor you can grow as well because you can see things in other people that maybe inspire you. Oh right. Because and- I like-
0: I, I, one I like one thing inspired. I like, we hope is that there's this give forward, too, that they go out and inspire right. somebody or mentor somebody or, you know, talk to your local schools or something out there and give also because it's just going to help spread this industry, you know. So at least I do. I hope that, you know, whoever I can touch and whoever yeah. I can help, they turn around and are able to help and, and, and pass it on that'd be a great thing
1: right yeah, I, Go ahead. no I was going to say two things really one um, when you're seeking a mentor you really have to get someone whose opinion you really respect um, and someone that I, I've seen some people who will ask everybody they know for their opinion on stuff you know on, on artwork on writing on whatever They'll go to everybody in the world and ask their opinion, mm-hmm. which I think is kind of the wrong, really the wrong way to go if you really want to get a good, solid opinion on some, on a piece of work.
0: You mean take one work because, and ask you know, 30 different people upon that one work? Yeah, well, right, if,
1: yeah. Ask 30 I'll, different people on that one What it piece.
0: shows me is a lot of insecurities.
1: Right, if you, if exactly. If you want that many people
0: to look at it, then it's like whoa wait a minute here you're not too sure about this maybe you need to rethink this piece before you start showing it around
1: right and you're going to get 30 different opinions
0: <laughs> the bad thing would be it's that bad so you keep asking people and you keep hoping asking. to get the answer that you want and then and then well, they ask me who pats everybody on the back right and they're happy.
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> well yeah and there's there's uh, one person in particular comes to mind that uh you know would would do that and uh i honestly think they were looking for the one person that was going to say oh yeah i love it fantastic run with it but um so you really have to find someone whose opinion you really respect and that you see is going to help you along in whatever you're trying to do. The second thing I was thinking of is if the situation works out right, you'll graduate oh yeah you'll you'll no longer need that particular mentor or you'll no longer need a mentor period and as you guys were saying a minute ago, hopefully you'll be able to go on and be a mentor somewhere else, yes. You know, the the hope of this is that you grow, right? And um, you know, you you know, you become the master, and you leave the teacher, you know, to use an old analogy. So, um, hopefully, that's the way it goes. Now, you know, I've I've seen some people who are constantly looking for that validation from the same person. Many, many, many years down the line, and you know it doesn't always work because mentors grow too, and they grow out of that position where they started the mentorship. So it, it's hard to sustain that, right. if especially if you're not growing at the same rate, speed, level, however you want to put it. And I killed the podcast. <laughs> you do that ever so often. No. I do. I'm good at that.
2: The podcast killer. Dun-dun-dun. John Wilson is the podcast killer.
1: In a world
0: <laughs>
1: where podcasts needed to die.
0: Well, this one doesn't need to die. It's growing. So you're not doing your job then, Don-
1: John. Oh, sorry. Right. <laughs> Which is good. Well, I could kill this podcast right now. And here Actually, I go. I'm no,
0: recording, so <laughs> you can't. Um, well, I guess you could, but...
1: I could, yeah, but I only use my powers. But yeah, uh,
0: but I mean, there's all kinds of mentoring. We're talking about us personally mentoring people. I mean, there's you know, like Bill, he's created a site comicsmentor.com, so that he doesn't have to personally touch everybody or or refer to everybody. He can make a post, and you know, it's enlightening to read um I know I've read it a few times and was like yeah cool okay I feel better about it um and I'm sure there's other stuff out there the same way get enlightened you know get pumped go check out creators you like um but also if you're gonna put yourself out there and be ready to receive whatever you get from your mentor if he's giving you criticisms and suggestions and, you know, take those, you know, ha- have the, you know, the, the heart to take those and run with them, get better. Um, that's what, I mean, that's, this is when you get better, that's when we all benefit because there's not a, a limited amount. I'm going to back up here. There used to, it used to be this, Phil, there's a limited amount of space that for a limited amount of comics coming out. And you know, st- because we did it depended on stores to sell our stuff. The only way we could get our stuff out there is through comic shops. That's not happening anymore. The net is wide open. I'm sitting here looking at the Nook from Barnes and Nobles $250 reader, cheap, full collar, wonderful. You know what? That's going to give Apple a run for their money. Um, don't care for their pricing structures on stuff for it yet, but. It's still going to give them a run for its money. Um, so with that, possibilities out there, and with the possibilities of publishing online, it's open, man. This market has. there is think about it. What other entertainment market out there is like ours? Can a musician just go out there and create a song, and put it out there? He has to use MySpace, right? Isn't that what most young musicians are using right now? MySpace.
1: That's I think pretty uh, much, yeah, yeah, that's probably a trend, but...
0: Well, uh, the know, thing other, is, MySpace has some really easy-to-use plugins, that's why they're using it. A couple of young guys right. that were at Free Comic Book Day, they were, he was telling me, they went to school with my oldest, and that's the reason they went to MySpace, because the easy-to-use plugins, to get their stuff out there, where, like, Facebook and stuff doesn't have that. Um, but... That's really for musicians, they're limited to like maybe that or trying to sell their MP3s to a place that's got billions of them. You know, Um, you can't make movies as hard. I guess other industries sort of have it, but I feel like our door is so wide open because we can hook people with our artwork at a glance. They don't have to sit there and listen to a whole song or download it. We can show them a, I can show them a Eddie Newell image from Camelot Forever. And they're like, well, I want more. Where is it? What is it? I I want, what is this about? I, I, you know, I posted an image on Facebook. And, you know, on Facebook, I got like 10 or 15 responses. I got 30 emails personally. What is this? And, uh, that's, that's stuff that we can just reach out with and say, here we go. Um, we don't even have to give them the whole story. So, the market's open, so grow with it. you know take suggestions from mentors, take suggestions from from you know editors and and publishers, and uh, you know definitely work on getting your stuff out there and all I say is produce, produce, produce the more you produce, the better you get there's no doubt about it i mean i've personally because of business gone through huge dry spells and <laughs> I've always said artwork is not like riding a bike. You can't just sit down and do it whenever you want. you got to work yourself back into being good. You've got to practice. Yes. Uh, you know, Clay's Way, every Omnican, day,
1: honestly.
0: I'm into 30 some odd strips, and I'm just now starting to get the the. the to me, I'm just now starting to get the fill. And I truly don't even have all my tools available to me yet. I can't wait until I have the office set up where I have all my tools there and, and it's going to be great. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it takes a lot of work. So be willing to to take the suggestions and run with it and then put the time and effort into it to produce new work. Gosh, Bill, how many portfolios have we seen from people in the same portfolio year after year? Well, I started a new piece, but I left it on the table. And
2: well, the, I think the second year or third year, maybe I did it. In Chicago. I I was looking at a portfolio, and it looked awfully familiar. And I said, "Did I see you last year?" And he said, uh, "No." And I said, <laughs> "Is there going to be a palm tree on the next page?" With I think it was cyber. It was is one of the top cat yeah. maybe cyber strike maybe Oh cyber something like
1: that.
2: Is one of those guys. Yeah. And uh, I said, "Is he going to be leaping?" I said, "Tell me now." And I turned the page, and there <laughs> he is. I said, "Oh, dude, busted!" Because uh, it was the same samples right. as the year before. I mean, they were. And, and I gave. Them, I said, "Did I tell you anything different than I told you last year?" Right. He said, "No, you kind of told me the same thing." I said, "Then why'd you show him to right. me?" Right. Uh, it. You know, he had a year to work on new stuff. And you know, if I see something good, or sometimes something. Not glaringly bad, but just something to work on. Some things click with me, and uh, you know I've seen some other, you know, not so much examples of that, but you know heard the excuses. Or um, I think Chris Warner one time, when I took over Sketch, sent me the Dark Horse, a Dark Horse piece about uh, portfolio reviews because portfolio review was coming up, and uh, it was a piece that they had run, and. Uh, you know, it's a lot of that same stuff. And it's it's, it's like, yep, yep, heard that, heard that. Um, so <sighs> those are learning moments too. Um, hopefully that guy learned, you know, at that moment. But um, odds are he maybe t- took it to the, you know, maybe the next table, like a DC table or something if he could. But, um, you know, you're not going to see every... Every portfolio, and you may, you know, squeak it through. But sometimes, when I tell somebody, if they're going to a, a convention, maybe to get a consensus of opinion, so uh, that face to face encounter with somebody can be very telling, too, and you can learn from that. But also, not only are we hopefully inspiring more creators, but hopefully, every creator that listens to this podcast or read Sketch. Uh, Hopefully inspires other people to read comics because I've read a few things, uh, not posts, but uh, well, posts and and some blogs and stuff where people have been exposed to comics that just dismiss them as kid stuff, and we've talked about that before, you know, that attitude, and that is a mentoring moment too because you can expose um, something. That we all love that are doing this and, uh, you know, listening to it or whatever, you can give that. That's a gift that you can give somebody else. If you love it that much, share with other people because there are other people who may not like Spider Man or this typical superhero things, but there are so many other, um, books, Walking Dead. Um, there's some people are turned up by Scott Pilgrim. Um, And it was just a movie. And I watched the movie last weekend. And uh, Elfquest, when it came out, a lot of parents read that to their kids. Mm. And their kids got interested in reading, not just comics, but reading. And that opens. It's like a flower. It opens up. It blooms. And, you know, that it becomes so much more than just doing comics and enjoying them, but sharing them and that's sharing your world with other people. So,
1: well, you touched on a very important point there. Um, that, that guy that brought the same samples back to you didn't love the work, didn't love comics. Otherwise he would have done new samples. Right. And if he had taken it to that fictitious DC editor, even if he had gotten a job, he wouldn't have kept the job because he obviously couldn't come through. Yeah. Uh, the you know the big problem I think with a lot of people is they're trying to do comics for the money. You know. Well, here's three people you, people right now who can tell you. Don't do it for the money. You gotta love it. If you don't love it, why are you bothering with right. it? Right you know and that's that's probably the biggest mentoring moment that we can give anybody you got to do it you got to draw comics because or write or whatever you do you got to do it because you wake up in the morning and that's the first thing you think about doing you go to bed at night and you're upset with yourself that you have to sleep because you have a page on your table that's not done you know it's you have to love it And if you love it, then, you know, chances are at least potentially good that something will come out of it. But, you know, if you're like this guy who is just hoping that there's that one guy that's going to tell him these eight-year-old samples are, you know, are fabulous and here's a multi-thousand-dollar job, you know, uh, then that ain't going to happen.
2: Yeah, it, I mean, you have to find your joy in it. Right. If it becomes a chore, um, if it's work, not uh, worth with a capital W, and I, and I really mean emphasize the chore aspect where it's, just, it's drudgery, then maybe switch something else. Whether it's do something else for a while until you can rediscover that sort of magic. And I talk about magic a lot—that magical feeling that comics can give to you, or certain things can. My children are wonderful examples of that. Our children are, and uh, the, or when you create a story, or you get that idea, you know, I when I got Ursula, and I, I put those those pieces came together in my mind. That was a moment of joy, um, because it it just clicked, and those moments don't always come. But um, find the joy in your, your life, or your career, and if it's drudgery or if it's a chore, then take a break. Maybe that's all you need, but um, maybe go study a little bit. Uh, take those notes that, you, you know, that people have said, well, you need to work on your backgrounds. Maybe go work on backgrounds for a while. Draw some trees. Draw some houses. Uh, improve yourself. So when you come back to it, you've got a new weapon, a new tool to use, and unleash it.
0: Right. I agree. Okay. Okay. Have we patted enough heads?
1: <laughs>
0: I'm joking. Período. I, período. I would have created Sketch Magazine if I didn't wholeheartedly believe in educating and mentoring the next group of creators right. and, and now we've been doing sketch for 10 years and I've been doing blue line for 20 years and I would have never created the first pack of art paper for anybody except myself if I didn't believe in helping us all along and creating some great products and great stories you know so uh, I'm definitely right. a thousand percent behind this and uh, like I've always told everybody I'm out there with everybody I'm out there creating I'm out there making I'm just I'm out there with everybody, trying to do this. So it's it's something I truly, truly do believe, in. and and you know I we need to touch base on it more often probably. But I feel like this podcast is what it's about. It's the helping and sharing and 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 mentoring, helping out. So, but I tease a little bit, but
1: that is why we're here. Yes, Andrew. it is.
0: Um, do we want to uh, start wrapping some things up?
1: we could well,
0: uh john you shouldn't have too much to talk about since we just talked two days ago
1: i have a million <laughs> no <laughs> i have two <laughs> i have two whole things since we did the last yes. podcast um the first oh this is on the uh this is on the sketch blog on comic related if this just happens to be your first podcast we should preface it by saying that um I have drawing the face for each gender. Um, I touched on this on the last podcast that uh, drawing women can be difficult, uh, especially for the artist that's really starting out. Um, It's very easy to make very blocky sort of, uh, you know, East German wrestler women sort of faces if you're not careful because female faces are very different from male faces starting at the bone structure and working its way out. So, um, you have to, uh, get good at that before you can go any further. So, uh, got a tutorial here, um, on drawing male and female faces. And the guy also puts in a little plug for his own strip. So we'll forgive him for that because he, uh, did such a good job on the faces, <laughs> and then um, then I found a couple of videos. And this really has nothing to do with comics per se, unless you happen to be uh, someone who is into the sculpting aspect of it, or you know, uh, you may be looking to take your comic character to the next level. But um, I was always a big fan of stop motion. Uh, animation, uh, you know, a big Ray Harryhausen fan, uh, really dig the first King Kong, or actually really dig all the King Kongs, but uh, really dig the first King Kong a lot, uh, and the stop-motion work on that. Uh, Phil Tippett uh, is a name that some people might know. He did a lot of the work in Empire Strikes Back. Uh, he did a lot of the kind of pre-computer animation and um as much as i love technology and as much as technology rules my life um there are some things i think are getting lost with the advent of technology that uh should be held on to and i think stop motion is one of them so um i came across three videos with phil Tippett, uh kind of moving around a little monster here and then uh I think he talks a little bit about Star Wars in the last one. So that's pretty much it for me in the long span between podcasts.
0: <laughs> Bill, what do you got going on?
2: Um, I, with, At Comics Mentor, I've been picking up where I left off before I got sick um, with the flu, um, which you can still hear in my voice. Yes, I know. I don't always sound like Barry White.
1: <laughs> We just thought uh, this was your radio yes.
2: voice. No, I that's I haven't done my radio voice yet. Uh oh, but that'd be scary. Eh, it's not that scary. Um, picking up on um, with uh, thoughts about incur- in uh, improving and in, in not only just improving uh, your life, your situation. Looking at the things that may be holding you back. Again, uh, once upon a time I did a, a post on things that haunt you, and that's sort of touching back on that because there are things that do hold us back. Whether it's that idea that we can't let go, or um, maybe that credit card bill that's you know not been paid, or you know that kind of thing. Different. It's it's something different from everybody maybe, um, and every day. I'm trying to do something about improvement right now especially with the new year coming up because people are going to be making their new year's resolutions which you know historically don't pan out but some do but it's something that again something that you can work on and it's everybody's a work in progress nobody's a nobody's a done deal so no matter where you are no matter how far you feel that you're down on the totem pole you can Work your way up. You can, you know, do what you have to do with your own uh, situation. You know, if you need to work on your inking or your backgrounds or your anatomy, or uh, pay the credit card bill, just have those nagging things off your plate, so to speak, so that you can and so that you can enjoy your what you're doing, your life, what you're doing, your family, everything. it's just encouraging so and I also I'm you know I've been looking at a couple of people uh portfolio pieces and that kind of thing I always do that so if you have something that you uh, if it concerns you about your style or about you know, just I have people who um, you know just to have someone to vent to. Um, I'm there, and I don't judge you. I, you know, if I can, if I can offer you words of advice, or if I can just listen, that's what I'm there for, and I do that on, almost on a regular basis anymore. And I, I absolutely don't mind doing that because so much of my life, personally, this and this is a personal thing. I feel I've been selfish in some things. Um, shut up, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, see, they laugh. But, How'd you but see
1: me shaking my head? Wait. <laughs>
2: wouldn't you like to know johnny webcam man uh uh, but and it's and it's not about penance or uh it some things yeah it's about giving back when i can because i haven't been as good about that in some things in my lifetime across the board maybe or i feel that because maybe that's something i put on me and maybe that's something i need to let go but You know, when I write these posts, like I said, they're always about me in some way, and I inspire the post. And if someone else benefits, whether it's about art or comics or uh, these improvement things or encouraging things, then I'm good with that. I I hope that someone benefits from that, and that's going to continue to be my mission on Comics Mentor. So there you go.
0: Um, and we're getting ready to launch the next art contest over on the boards. Despectable me. Uh-huh. you going to write something up for that? Yeah. I've got the DVDs in. So. Yeah. If you want to try to set up a deadline and stuff, we can also run that
2: next sketch. Okay? Yeah, that that is out. I mean, the, the ads are playing now, so this is a good time. Right. So.
0: Okay. Um... Uh, This isn't exactly an email. It's a post on my Facebook page where I posted about podcasts um, coming out. And Jose Gonzalez, and I apologize if I screwed up your name. I enjoy your podcast. I was wondering, will you be considering bringing guests onto the show next year? Mitch Bird, Bo Smith, who often contribute to the magazine, would be very compelling guest on your show. Um, We've talked several times about starting a second podcast, guys um sort of where we would do an interview um, maybe you know a couple of us would get together and we would do an intro then we would run the interview and then we'd get together and discuss what that creator was talking about um needs to save the holidays and everything it's nothing we're going to get going right now but um it is something we're discussing um it just it takes time and we have to fit into our schedule but definitely uh, considering we have a uh, huge amount of audio from Alex Ross, um, getting Bo Smith or Mitch Bird online, you know, is not a problem. Along with like Tony Moore, and uh, who's uh, Walking Dead, and uh, I think he's doing a new series for Venom. So there, we know enough people. We could definitely do a interview slash how how you do it type podcast. So it's something we're in discussion, and uh, we'll definitely let you know when things take off on it. See, I want to give a plug to we have a we have the Apple app for Sketch Magazine. Please check it out if you're Apple. I've got it on my Apple phone. It's really cool. You just touch it, downloads the latest podcast, boom, it's there. And I just announced the uh, Android app. I have no information up, but tomorrow I'll get links and stuff over at SketchMagazine.net for it. And it's available. It's ready to download. So I have to find someone with an Android phone and have them download it for me so I can play with it and check it out. So, But um, I've, Clay's Way, I know John jumped me if I don't mention Clay's Way. Um, That's right. <laughs> uh, new Strip was up Monday. New Strip will be up Friday. Um, I was getting ready to start a four-strip story that introduced Jackie as a character in a strip. Um, it just didn't fit in to launch our Christmas strip next Friday. So I'm going to do a couple one-shotters. And then right after Christmas, we are going to do a six-part introduction on a new main character called Isabel. Um, she is Clay's Lucy to Charlie Brown. And then we will get to see the introduction of, of Jackie and how Clay takes over the strip for. That's pretty funny. So um, I've been working on that. Uh, Blue Line's keeping us busy with the holiday season. If you need art supplies, still place that order quickly so we can get it out to you. And uh, that's about it. So, John, how can they reach you?
1: Well, before I yes, say sir. that, just so people know, you can also use the Sketch Magazine app on the iPad.
0: Cool. Great.
1: Uh, yeah, it's small, uh-huh. but you can still okay. do it. Okay, anyway. Uh, you can wait, reach wait, wait, me wait. At you, John... What do you mean small? Does it open up all the way? No, it opens up all the way. It's just in the phone size. Okay. It, it transfers to the iPad. Okay. Cool. Cool. But it still okay. works. So you
0: have to show you know, that to it me. It
1: doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't fill the screen okay. or anything, but. Yeah.
0: All right, I'm sorry. So fine how way. can,
1: no, how can they get a hold of you? They can get a hold of me always at Sketch Magazine, John, rather at sketchmagazine.net. Um or john at comicrelated.com.
0: Bill?
2: Uh, Go to comicsmentor.com, and my email is comicsmentor at (laughs) gmail.com.
0: Bill almost made it without coughing.
2: Almost. (laughs) Almost. Almost. You can get a hold of
0: me at bob H at bluelinepro.com, or you can get a hold of all three of us at podcasts at sketchmagazine.net, so, you know, if you have a question or you have a plug, please, please send it to us. Uh, we take all suggestions serious, just like Jose's here. Please. So.
1: Or, you know, if there's something you want to hear about. I mean, we, uh, we, can, we can do this alone, but we don't want to. So <laughs> uh, if you have something that you'd like us to talk about, uh, research for you, do the legwork, whatever, we're glad to do it. Uh, let us know at the podcast email,
0: and we should give Bill. Bill posts each podca- podcast a link over on the boards, comic yes, related. Knows. So if you have, uh, you know, you want to give us a hard time about this podcast, or if you want to pass on the back, we're not past taking pats. You know, jump over there, make a comment or a suggestion, and we'll touch base on it. So, all right, guys, all thanks right. a lot. Good night, everybody. Good night.